You have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing, Season 7, No Clip. You have 21 new messages. Monday, the 13th of November, 2023, at 4.30 p.m. Straight to voicemail. All right. Um, hey, Pippin, it's David. It, uh, this is our 50th thing. So, sorry you missed me. It's sort of a, sort of a, it's a thing. Um, and I knew where I wanted to go after where we've been, uh, with Noclip, uh, which is to approach Noclip, A, in a way that forces us to engage with the game itself. I think we've been able to and have indeed gone pretty AWOL as far as the experience of the game as intended. I mean, obviously, with no clip, we're going off the rails anyway. Um, but you know what I mean. And did you know it's next to impossible to find a game with a third-person camera that also has no clip? That was uh, the other thing I wanted us to do. And something we should probably get into later is how, by you know, putting a target on no clip, it by definition ropes us into games from a certain era and a certain size of. Uh, team and you know just the term itself is arcane and what does the existence of this function beyond the diagnostic really mean or say about games or what goes into creating them um maybe that's that's something to get into later maybe that's what all these things are about um but anyway you know i don't want to get too sidelined on all of that i'd rather save time on the tape for what we're playing and what i'm going with uh and you're coming with me on is fallout 3 which uh, was developed by Bethesda Game Studios, published by Bethesda Softworks, released in 2008. And so specifically, I want us to both play this game in the third-person camera mode. There's a small chunk in the beginning where you can't switch it on. Um, you can't do it until the game flashes forward to the birthday party, but the moment you see nine years later, here's what you do is you hit tilde, Type in TCL for no clip and hit enter, exit out, and then hit the F key and then just never ever turn it off. And let's talk about <laughs> what we encounter. I don't know if it's even worth um, getting into what the game is about when we're going to be scofflaws majeure here. Um, but anyway, that's it. And I hope to hear from you. And bye bye. Monday, the 13th of November, 2023, at 8.43 p.m. Uh, oh, straight to voicemail yourself, David Walensky. Uh, Pippin here, enjoying your choice of Fallout 3. Uh, because it's a game I've spent a lot of time with, I actually finished it back in the day. Um, and I do not recall how long that took me, but it must have taken a long time. It's a, it's a fairly substantially long game. Um, and one of the things that does make it long is traversing space. Does it have fast travel? No, I can't remember. But I think the the thing that jumps into my mind, having just started my little life uh, in Vault, <laughs> is it 101? Vault 101, maybe, uh, is this is an opportunity to see how much of an advantage no clip is or isn't because it at least seems like we should be able to do really well in the game simply by you know hiding in the walls and 
darting out when we need to do something, avoiding being killed by the people who want to kill us, uh, etc. So it may be that that's something to do is, is simply to use Noclip as the superpower that that maybe it can be uh, that we haven't haven't seen yet. Um, and then of course Fallout Three and the Fallout games and Bethesda's engines in general are known for their comically weird uh, 3D shenanigans, and I can only assume that no clipping around in the game world is going to to lead to even more of that. So um, I've been born. Uh, my mother has died, as they love to do in in, in this particular game. Uh, I've chosen a few stats. Uh, I actually chose my stats with no clip in mind, sort of prioritizing things uh, and deprioritizing things, especially that I thought maybe I wouldn't need so much with no clip, uh, like charisma, <laughs> just like in real life. Uh, but I can't no clip in real life. Um, and I'm now a teenager. I'm about to sit the goat. Um, and, you know, this is all incredibly familiar to me the goat and vats the shooting of uh, mutated giant cockroaches with a BB gun, uh, and all that. And all in third person, per your recommendation, which makes the no-clipping that much funnier, I think, because you get to see your body doing the impossible things. Uh, so the spectatorship is not only for the, the only other character, the, the other characters in the game. I get to see myself sitting halfway inside a, a diner booth or my face sticking out of the wall while I talk to my, my dad about... Uh, not wanting to take a test. So yeah, seems like it's going to be fun uh, and probably funny and maybe Fast and Furious, uh, a race to see who can win at Fallout 3 thanks to Noclip. Let's see. Bye, David. Monday, the 13th of November, 2023, at 10.22pm. Hey, Pippin. Weird bit of history repeating itself. There's a story I knew I was going to have to tell about Fallout 3 and may as well get it out of the way because I got a weird bit of history repeating itself. So, uh, 2008, when I was at The Onion, I was sent a copy of Fallout 3 by the company or PR company repping them at the time, whatever. And I was really excited to play it because in 2008, it's hard to convey today really how much about what the game was then um, was really novel. But uh, when I got the game, it was incredibly buggy, like buggy to the extent that when I got out of the vault, the game would crash when I got to the first mandatory quest giver. So I tried again and again, the game just <laughs> would not let me play it. It was this big wide open world and I was just sort of blocked from going down the path that's expected or available to you to uh, sort of make progress for real. So what I wound up doing then was falling off a uh, decommissioned or decaying highway and I remember my character broke their leg. I hobbled around for a long time, I actually grinded up quite a few levels uh, I remember one particularly exciting firefight in an abandoned grocery store. I could do a lot, but I couldn't play the game. So there was just a governor on how far I could really get. And so here I am, 2023. I've walked far away enough from the game now where I don't know how to get back to it. <laughs> and I'm being admonished repeatedly by a prompt to join my own birthday party, already in progress. So now I can't get the game to move forward again. And instead of wandering beyond the vault, I'm standing in the middle of nowhere, 
drinking vodka as music loops and other loops play out around me. I keep hearing some character saying that there was nothing out there for them to be worried about. So that's a long way of saying I've never played the game before, really, and I'll get out of the vault this time eventually, but uh, like yourself, I also geared my stats towards the conceit of Noclip. I took all available points, put them in perception. Um, but let's talk about this play the game in Noclip thing, because in the preseason in Echo, I know you kind of went back and forth with this. So why play and beat the game in Noclip versus... Just do a bunch of weird shit, because that's sort of... <laughs> well, that's it. All right, bye. Tuesday, the 14th of November, 2023, at 12.39 a.m. Uh, I just wanted to clarify. Um, my character in Fallout 3 was engaging in some underage drinking high up in the ethereal rafters. Um, I wasn't drinking. I was just drinking some vodka. I mean, whiskey. I mean, nothing. I mean... Tuesday, the 14th of November, 2023, at 9.37 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, David. Um, yeah, why... Why use Noclip to straight up play the game? Ah, as opposed to doing kind of weird, weird stuff instead? I think they, they might end up being one and the same uh, in many ways here, because I guess Fallout 3 is really very much a game about getting to specific spaces, um, and it makes that difficult through, you know, often you need to pick the lock on a door, or you need to hack a computer to get into a space, you know, and, and I guess like most games, right, it's about getting to the right place at the right time, uh, and Noclip is, is a thing that can transform that, you know, if you can walk through the door that requires the lock pick, for instance. So I think there's going to be a ton of overlap. One thing that I've been finding convenient, because <laughs> uh, I've gotten out of the vault now, so I'm out of the security vault area that you start in, and I'm now out in the actual post-apocalyptic wasteland, and I immediately started walking in the sky for safety. Um, because you start on a big rise uh, overlooking the wasteland, which is one of the more kind of wonderful moments in Fallout 3, I think, actually, the sort of potential represented by the landscape, all of these places you could go. Um, but as I walked into it, of course, uh, because I had no clip turned on, or tickle, as it is called, TCL, in Fallout 3, um, I just walked off into the sky and decided to keep doing that because that way none of the radioactive roaches can get me. Um, if there are people on the ground who are less than friendly, I'm, you know, high up in the sky above them. So I, I walked to the first town that you're meant to get to called Megaton, um, just in the sky and then descended when it was appropriate and walked through their security perimeter and then just opened the door and wandered in. And, yeah, I'm curious what your experience is once you get out into the world, but it's been a sort of both incredibly convenient to no clip, but I think also 
the ways in which it makes me less maybe sensitive to the actual layout of the world has meant that I've sometimes found it a little bit difficult to to locate some of the quest markers that I've got on my little radar thing. Like I got lost for quite a while simply because it was too easy um, to navigate the space. So I hope you're out of the vault. hope you're out in the world. Um, what you up to? Are you having a good time? This has been Pippin. Good night. Wednesday, the 15th of November, 2023, at 12.55 a.m. Yeah, hey Pippin's David, you could um, say all that again, and um, I'll try not to just repeat what you said with my version of it, although I've been going through everything you said, except for the fact that the galaxy, the universe, the world doesn't seem to want to let me play Fallout 3, uh, a game I've always wanted to play, and here I thought this would be my chance. Um, so I did make it out uh, of the vault. Uh, the one asterisk is due to the sort of uh, difficulties, let's say, with going in straight lines and even staying on a floor as intended. Uh, I wound up missing my own birthday party, and similar to how when the game starts, you can't hit F to go into the third-person mode. Um, you can't learn how to defend yourself until something that happens, I guess, at this birthday party, which I guess I saw him once in 2008, but something happens as a result where you're given the mighty, mighty ability to press the left mouse button and defend yourself attack other things. And so I found myself uh, last night outside of the vault, could go anywhere, can't attack any things, uh, which is like a major part of the game. And then I went back and forth on like, are you serious? Like you can't switch on the combat system. You can't just press the left mouse button. You can't even like enter a code in the console to be able to do it. Like, you have to attend your birthday party, which I couldn't find. And then I went back and forth. I'm like, should I just commit to going through this world, which is wide open, but very flat, (laughs) as you'll see when you look down or up. Uh, So what should I do? And so what I did was I uh, created a save and have been going about uh, last night, this is what I did. I just went out across the horizon and just checking out the sites, the really weird sort of fractally fragmented shapes that you see when you break through the reality. You almost want to like warn everyone about the tenuous facade of this reality uh, <laughs> exists on that they walk on. You want to take them by the lapels and say, don't you realize this world isn't real, and what is reality? Um, so there's that, and then this today I uh, I thought, okay, well maybe I can load the save and turn around and go right back into the vault, but it, not so much. Uh, somehow I was able to find another auto save and find a way to go back and turn around and enter the vault. Uh, but I still can't find the birthday party. 
just to be able to click the left mouse button to be able to play the game uh, as intended. And there's a whole bunch of stuff, too, I saw wandering around inside of the vault. Uh, there's a lot of doors and, uh, like, water fountains, different consoles. There's things that just children are not allowed to use, you're told. And um, I don't know if I've missed the birthday party. I don't know if it's just a thing that doesn't exist anymore. It took me quite a while to go back in and uh, find the area of the vault where I think it was happening. I looked online for guides. I said, okay, where's the cafeteria located? And I couldn't make sense of the map, which I could reproduce by looking up, walking up, getting an overhead view. And I couldn't find it. So then I said, okay, well, I looked at an FAQ. Okay, what are the first steps of this quest? I found a complete all objectives code. I typed that in, but the game gave me an error message, even though I still had the birthday party as a quest. Then I saw a list of characters you have to talk to in the quest, and I saw another code where you can either spawn them to you or vice versa. And I wound up, either the code is wrong or it's changed, but I wound up going clear across town to some other area, a character sleeping in her bed, cheerily waking up to give me a quest. And uh, I guess I'm going to try to... <laughs> conjure the characters you talk to in the birthday party. Um, see if I can knock off the quest that way just so that I can click the left mouse button. Uh, actually, what a lot of this has gotten me thinking about is the way that video games writ large do kind of treat players as kids and uh, don't let you do um, certain things until... Wednesday, the 15th of November. 2023 at 10.04 p.m. Hey, pal. Um, your constant repetition of the birthday party has me thinking about Harold Pinter, the playwright who I don't actually know the work of especially well, except that he's kind of iconic for depressing, difficult situations, which uh, is not totally inaccurate to the world of Fallout 3. Uh, but most of all, it sounds like uh, you don't have your Pip-Boy, mate, so you can't do any Pip action. <laughs> uh, that's a, a Kath and Kim deep cut. Um, don't know why I'm doing the references this evening. Uh, just been playing a lot of games for the Independent Games Festival, judging and jurying stuff. Anyway, I'm sorry that you don't have a gun, um, and, but I do love maybe what it drove you to which is this idea of the no-clipper as a mystic or a shaman or a seer who sees the world for what it really is and, you know, you have a very kind impulse, perhaps, to, to tell people what you see, um, that the edge of the world is near. Uh, and I can relate to that. I've, I've definitely experienced that aspect of things. I particularly... I don't know, enjoy and find spooky the way that interiors are, as they often are in video games, um, in separate 3D spaces. So if you go inside a house in the main map, for instance, it's just empty. But if you open the door and go in, then there's a place there. I quite enjoy that, that strange dimension to things. Uh, but for myself, I'm really embracing the idea of the no-clipper as a monster, I sort of started out in Stardew Valley being creepy <laughs> next to people's bedrooms. Uh, in Fallout 3, of course, you can be much, much scarier than that. And I 
do have a gun, <clears throat> and I have been exploring the combat system in the context of Noclip, which does mean the ability to, for example, just suddenly dissolve through some concrete beneath somebody's feet uh, and shoot them in the head. Um, which must be terrifying. I can only imagine that must be one of the most horrible experiences they have ever had. Uh, and then the game scared me back because I did this and then finally triggered one of the classic um, Bethesda specials of the, the 3D model of the person distorting in this absolutely terrifying way and freezing in place. Its head was sticking two feet ahead of its body and its neck was stretched and its legs were like spaghetti. <laughs> it was pretty scary. Uh, or was it funny? Um, I'm not 100% sure. And, you know, that kind of gets us back to Pinter, right? Um, his work and the work of some other playwrights uh, were described as a comedy of menace. A comedy of menace, that could be what we're doing right now. Night, David. Thursday, the 16th of November, 2023, at 1.15 p.m. You've saved me. I was afraid I'd be trapped in there forever. Oh, it's Thursday, the 16th of November, 2023, at 3.31 p.m. Hey, Pippin. No, I have the Pip-Boy. Uh, I'm going to start calling you that maybe too, Pip-Boy, Pip-Man. Uh, no, I had the pit boy uh, I don't really understand what happened, which seems to be par for the course in Noclip. I was in Megaton, as it turns out, before, and I got involved in some people's lives and all their bullshit they're just talking about to total strangers asking for favors. And suddenly I had the ability to uh, produce and wield um, a, a baton I had. But then I still went back entered in the console thing, went back to the party, did the party, uh, <laughs> kept shooting my dad's foot with a BB gun. All he could say, quit screwing around, quit screwing around. Then the game proceeded to give me the birthday present of the BB gun I already had, advance my age, and then steal all my items. So I said, fuck this, I'm going back. Thursday, the 16th of November, 2023, at... 9.57 p.m. You're going back where? Back to the future? Like you're going to load a game back where you used to be, or you're going to restart the game um, from the beginning and have your birthday properly, like a good child? Um, Pippin here. Hi, David. I'm continuing with this idea that I'm going to try and win. I got a bit sidelined by being the horror that melts out of the walls and um, assassinates raiders. I'm back on track trying to just do the mainline quest. Um, but one of the things I've found that is kind of a repeating refrain is the ability to kind of get lost with all of the freedom of Noclip. So I, for instance, looked at the map and I could see where the building I was meant to go to as I'm trying to get to that radio station uh, where Galaxy Radio was hosted because that's the kind of the next waypoint along, along the way to following in my father's uh, footsteps um, to find Dad because that's what we're up to. We're finding Dad in the wasteland. Uh, but when I went to the building, I think what was happening is that it was in a part of the map 
um, that had been loaded more as a background in sort of area rather than the real place. So there were all of these kind of low, lower resolution buildings and skeletons of buildings that I suppose are meant to be seen from afar, um, but didn't actually do anything, and the building itself was not there. Uh, and it turned out I had to backtrack and go to a metro station, and by passing through the metro station and coming up again out of there, then I had loaded the kind of the bit of the the exterior map that did actually have the building in it. So there's this issue, this kind of ongoing issue, I think, when you're really trying to get somewhere uh, with Noclip, which is that you can kind of miss things very easily. You kind of fly through them, or you get access to the wrong place because you can get access essentially to anywhere. Um, and likewise, that you're kind of no longer following along all of the guidance that the game has quite so closely. You know, listening to what people say, it's like, no, no, I'm going to go pass through this wall and, and take off. Uh, you, you don't notice the ways, I guess, that the geography, the geometry, the architecture is shaping your, your path through it because your path cannot be shaped anymore. Uh, you can't be touched, literally. Uh, so I did make it to that building eventually, and once I got there, there's kind of all of the trappings of this big kind of war between the Brotherhood of Steel, who are basically space marines, uh, and the super mutants who are, uh, what are they basically? They're basically bright yellow swamp things or something. Um, and I flew up to the doors, and I pressed the intercom to try and go in, and they said, can't you see we're a bit busy in here? And my sort of dim recollection there is that there's meant to be this big fight scene that you have to take part in before you can go into the radio station, but I hadn't triggered it. And that reminded me of how, at various stages in the game so far, you, you've had to turn off no clip and kind of stand on the floor and be in the world in a more precise way uh, for the game to recognize that you're really there and that you really accomplished the thing it wanted and therefore that it can kind of spoon-feed you the next moment. So I might turn off no clip next time I play and see if that triggers the uh, the big firefight that I've been, of course, desiring so much. I guess I'll spend most of it uh, perhaps under the ground or somewhere else safe. I spent a bit of time hiding in the base of a statue uh, today as well because somebody was shooting at me from somewhere I couldn't uh, discern. It's a dangerous world out there, but when you're a, when you're a ghost, not so bad. Friday, the 17th of November. 2023 at 9:30 a.m. <coughs> hey Pippin, good morning. Sorry to have missed you. Um, yeah, sorry if I was unclear. I uh, I went back. I went out the way I came. I loaded an earlier save before the birthday party. Something in me just had a strong reaction to all that diligent thievery I had done in no clip, and then um, you know. In exchange for six years where nothing happened, uh, although you get the ability to interact with the world a bit more. In some ways, um, you know, it had taken away all the stuff that I had. Um, and I guess I could opine and explore a little bit about, you know, you can't take it with you in the nature of being a ghost and no clip and da-da-da, but... Um, I guess I did a little bit there. Um, but yeah, no, I have run into what you did as well, which is that you can't actually, after taking the goat, um, 
maybe before. Um, you can't finish that mission without turning off Noclip because your proud dad wants to have your picture taken with you, and it doesn't matter if you float right next to him, the game just <laughs> stubbornly um, refuses to acknowledge you. You're there, unless you have your uh, your feet on the ground next to him. So, now where I am is, uh, yeah, I'm still at the same crossroads. I think I'm just further along on it, because though I still a child, um... Time in the Vault 101, I guess, is still standing still. Um, although everyone I talk to on the outside world speaks as though they've seen him and he's outside, even though I know everyone inside the Vault. Um, I don't know if they're well, but they're at least alive. Um, but, you know, as a 10-year-old, whatever, where I am now, I do somehow have the ability to <laughs> defend myself. <clears throat> but as I came to learn, there's certain quests I can't even engage with because children are not allowed to <clears throat> do very mature things like uh, operate valves. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll have to decide if I want to go all the way back again again. I think at this point, in for a penny, etc. But... Mainly to me, you know, being so disrespectful of the rules of the universe, I feel like it's kind of laughable that the game wants to judge my actions or that it pretends anything is good or bad, or that good or bad still exists in this world because uh, I look around and I see no proof of that. I see no evidence that other people are, are, are embodying that. Friday, the 17th of November. 2023 at 8.43 p.m. Hi, David. I find myself at the radio station. Um, previously, um, I had the problem that there was no firefight. I found the firefight. I found it in the way that we've been discussing, which is that a lot of the time you need to... Um, turn off no clip in a certain area to hit a trigger that will bring some of these set pieces to life. Uh, so I did that. I found out where you needed to stand and all of the, the bright yellow super mutants turned up and the brotherhood of steel turned up. They're, uh, they're all shooting each other right now. I'm, I'm hiding, <laughs> but what happened to me in my last preview, I just reloaded a save my last preview, my last game is that uh, I went into the radio station after the Brotherhood of Steel took care of everybody. And when I did that and I found eventually the place where Three Dog is, I'd forgotten about Three Dog, the um, the person that you're kind of looking around for who's going to tell you the next thing about your dad. Uh, I finally found him. I walked up some stairs. He was standing at the top of the stairs. I thought to myself, you know, oh, Three Dog, I'm so glad I finally found you. Uh, but he was standing completely still, so I was like, oh, well, I'll turn off uh, no clip. Maybe it's a, a triggering thing. Oh, dear. There's something intense happening here. <laughs> um, but when I turned off no clip, three, whoa, three dog uh, collapsed to the floor in a ragdoll and was dead. Um, and I find myself wondering, was he killed by no clip? Like, why was three dog dead? I didn't kill him.
Uh, he just fell down as soon as I got there and turned off Noclip. Maybe he was only being kept alive by Noclip. Noclip is weird, David. Bye-bye. Saturday, the 18th of November, 2023, at 5.57pm. Hey, Pippin, it's David. Uh, what can I say other than right you are, right you are. No Clip is very weird in Fallout 3. And I think in a way, what it sort of uh, gnaws at or pokes at is the sense we have in the game that we are the center of the universe. And this feeling you have for Three Dog is like, what could I have done? And it's not all up to you. In fact, um, with what I've been experiencing, it's like, you know, the, the play sessions I had um, yesterday and today, uh, at times I felt I was a god, I was Batman, I was an alien, and as I inevitably became over-encumbered and I'm carrying something like 400, whatever the weight units are, out of 200, um, I felt like an automaton. And uh, one of the weirder things I saw, I mean, these all sound like very mundane errands, right? Go to the radio station, uh, go to the grocery store, as I did. Um, I went through these walls and uh, unleashed the Protectron in the grocery store. And I just kept watching as it tried to walk forward from a pod. The doors were open. It was free, but it just kept walking in place, uh, thinking it could patrol. And then I did something extra weird that I invite you to do, which is I changed the... Um, you know, we've talked about that movie. You've talked about that movie. I've not acknowledged you've mentioned that movie, Into the Void. I increased the field of view to 169, and it's something like an out-of-body, out-of-body experience, because in addition to no-clip, when you press the left shoulder button or whatever you do to zoom in, uh, it's another experience altogether. Uh, you zoom in on the things you really, really zoom in on. Uh, it's a little, I imagine, like being on hallucinogenics, and uh, when you interact with the world around you, you try to poke your face and pretend... Nope, everything's normal here. When we both know. It's really weird. Bye. Saturday, the 18th of November, 2023, at 6.44pm. Saturday, the 18th of November, 2023 at 8:47 p.m. Hey, just to report in, I re-entered the Galaxy News Radio building with no clip turned off and Three Dog was alive, so that was good. So I'm progressing my quest. He has directed me to Rivet City, which is where I've headed. Uh, and on my way out, I did indeed. Uh, set the field of view to 169, seems to be the max. It is trippy looking. Uh, everything gets really, uh, I don't know, scoped out. Um, the thing that I noticed, speaking of hallucinogenics, um, is how my body, because we're in third person, of course, as you demanded, uh, my legs were kind of all extended away from me. And when I was moving around in the world and going through the, the run cycle animation, 
it actually reminded me of the feeling on mushrooms um, that I've had once before when I took like more of them than normal and it felt and felt like my I don't know like my legs were very long kind of like stilts and that I had paws at the bottom of the stilts my feet felt very kind of soft and pliant uh, so it did remind me of that so yeah hallucinogenics uh, legit no clip is a pretty trippy experience um, so I'm making the journey from the radio station to Rivet City now uh, for the next waypoint in the big mainline quest and a bunch of what I've been doing previously has involved the metro um, you spend quite a bit of time navigating metro stations and tunnels I mean, I've come to find those quite beautiful I, I actually look forward to going down into the metro the first thing I do is move up above the ceiling and then you can kind of usually see maybe all of the the metro network laid out in front of you um, you can see the layout of the tunnels, you can see people walking around inside the tunnels, and it has this feeling of kind of almost like the whole system is an organic life form and that the people or the creatures inside it are part of this ecosystem and all of these sort of possibilities and threats and benefits that are represented by those spaces that I'm avoiding, but it's, there's something kind of cozy about just looking at them. Um, and one of the things I, I really enjoy is some of the artifice, the little bits of artifice in the game, which is generally committed to realism, of course. At the ends of a lot of the tunnels, uh, if they have doors out of uh, the metro system, there are these octagonal shapes uh, at the end of the tunnel that represent the current weather conditions, the sky, so they're these sort of grey, cloudy octagons that they position at the end of the tunnel to make it look like when you go up the stairs you'll be genuinely stepping directly into the overworld when in fact of course it's it's loading a different part of the the world map so seeing those octagons always makes me feel kind of oddly i don't know like sympathetic with the game and the effort that a game puts in to to be like yeah here you are you're really here you're really here yeah i like it sunday the 19th of november 2023 at 8.58 a.m. Hey, friendo. Sunday morning message for you. Yeah, I've also stood in... <laughs> I don't know. Marvel is the word, but I've definitely, like, stood outside between all the walls and uh, looked at different angles of those octagons representing the outside world and, you know, looking at it from different angles. And, uh, just a quick one. I think that's the other, uh, thing I want to ask you about. Uh, the third person of it all. Other than the trippy field of view thing, um, how does it sort of change the no clip experience? Or how does it sort of, I mean, you and I have spent so much of our lives and times in game worlds. Um, how does no clip change the experience of that other than the obvious. This is David. Bye. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Sunday, the 19th of November, 2023, at 8.57pm. Hey, David. I'm calling you from my lounger in uh, Vault 112, where I'm having a hallucination about the good old days. Uh, which tells you something about how far through the main quest I am, if you've uh, if you've made it that far. 
My main observation, I think, from today's playing has been that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, which is like one of those sort of annoying things that is true, but you rarely get to put into practice in life. But with no clip, of course, you um, you can. You can just go in a straight line. Sometimes you're better off going in a straight line under the ground or a straight line high in the sky, depending on who's trying to shoot rockets at you. Uh, but you really, really can efficiently get from place to place and erase the distance in between, which kind of erases the game and the point of the game, which is all about the little things that are happening on the ground as you pass through areas, whether it's dangerous or just kind of intriguing. Uh, but I do find something kind of neat about the movement involved in no clip. And I think one of the other things I've been noticing is how safe I feel amongst the kind of low-resolution, deep background set-dressing areas of the map. Like, when you're in the big top map, there's a whole bunch of places you aren't really meant to go. You're just meant to see them from a distance to give you the sense of scale. Uh, but with no clip, of course, you can end up in amongst them, and they are these weird kind of skeletal... I assume they're kind of meant to look like bombed-out buildings from a distance, but close up, they're very low-resolution, very abstract shapes. Uh, but one of the things about being amongst them means is that there won't be any enemies because you're not meant to be there yourself. Um, and so there's this kind of safety associated with being out of bounds that I think is really uh, really pleasant in a way I hadn't thought about. I always think of it as a kind of a daredevil activity, but it's also actually a very safe activity. And as for, you know, how does third person change the no-clip experience? I think it's significant, and I think it's obvious... Um, it's that you get to see your body in these scenarios uh, rather than just being there yourself. And I think, to me, one of the most significant things then is thinking about how other people see me when I'm no-clipping. You know, the face emerging from the wall, the person sitting halfway down through a chair, um, and so on. How about you? What is the, what's the experience for you in terms of third person versus first? Monday, the 20th of November. 2023 at 12.01 p.m. Hey, Pippin. Yeah, fair play, right? Turn around. Um, in the walls, asking me the same question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I sort of asked you because I'm trying to figure it out myself and I'm very aware we're running out of time. You know, um, running out of time in the game, not in our lives that I know of. Um, one thought I had about third-person note clip is the surreality in tandem with the video game trope of um, the silent protagonist and how even if you stick to the game as it's intended to be experienced, you know, you see a lot of extreme and dramatic um, and violent things. And yet the game character who you embody has uh, no inner life or seemingly any thoughts at all, you know, being a third person viewer and participant in the world uh you know i mentioned earlier feeling like an automaton and it's true when you get super over encumbered encumbered i feel like some sort of terminator even though i'm trying to mind my own business and leave things in a better state or no different state um as i'm making my way around slowly uphill in the snow both ways um playing this game um and just off of the thing you said, you're not meant to be there yourself. It's such a theme in Fallout 3. 
I think in general, I mean, I've not played this game before. I maybe have gotten only slightly further than I've ever gotten before. Um, I had this thing happen yesterday, which is I wandered into a room, tried to sleep in a bed that was labeled my bed. Um, and I also opened a cabinet labeled as my cabinet. And both were labeled as red tasks, meaning you're going to lose points with the almighty if you do this. And uh, something about this after I had done a side quest where I willingly got super advanced radiation poisoning, just, you know, sitting, I like to imagine, uh, cross-legged at the bottom of this pond, just letting the rads uh, ratchet up. Um, something about what transpired after that just sort of struck me as, ain't that a kick in the pants? Um, so this was my bed and it was my cabinet, but a settler wandered in, saw me, and started hitting me. And I thought, well, maybe Castle Doctrine rules apply here. What are they going to do to me? Throw me in prison? No prison can hold me. I can go through walls. So I feel like in games like this, this is sort of a, a space you ultimately find yourself in. Self in. Um, and I think about, too, it's like, <laughs> what happens if you just kill everyone? Um, <laughs> I'm that cheery not Happy Monday, dude. Bye-bye. Monday, the 20th of November, 2023, at 3.18pm. Hey, you know, I don't know if I have ever heard you sound happier than when you were asking what happens if you just kill everyone, David. It's nice, it's really nice to, to hear that you've found your kind of purpose, uh, and I'm sure you'll let me know uh, the answer to that question. Uh, for me, I guess, you know, I guess we're at the end here, no more tape, etc. A couple of things, I guess, that I'm taking away from this, um, and particularly from, from your last couple of messages. One is that you can't no-clip karma. Uh, and the other one is just an image that I really enjoyed early on in my playing. Um, I'd been walking in the air away from Megaton, very high up in the air, as I liked to do at the time. I later became subterranean, um, perhaps because of what happened. Uh, so I was way up in the air, and then I had to save my game because, you know, whatever, life. And when I came back to the game the next day and I loaded it, it turns out that no clip is kind of, well, not one of the things that the game saves. So it was off, and so my experience of the game was seeing that my character was extremely high up in the air and then watching them fall um, however far it was. It was far enough to kill them <laughs> when when they hit the ground in a little heap, a little slow-motion, crunchy heap. And, you know, I thought, that's nice. Monday, the 20th of November, 2023, at 3.33 p.m. Monday, the 20th of November, 2023, at 4.02 p.m. I had um, a similar experience to you, which was uh, saving the game high up in the air and then uh, plummeting to my death at the start of a game session. Um, look, I mean, I don't know that I have any sort of profound takeaways yet. It's close to... Um, tape running out telling us to move on but 
you know, I've always thought of Fallout 3 as that game where you go through the drawers everywhere, and that's a big thing you do do. Um, and no clue, I guess it's what happens if you go through all the drawers and empty them out, and also there is no gravity and there is no drawer. Um, I've come to think a little bit, and I guess this is a question I'll carry with us into the next one, um, and I await you, whatever you pick for that. But I'm wondering if, like, no clip is sort of an alternative to standard tuning. Like, is it just another way to tune the instrument versus just straight up cheating? Because I don't know if no clip really feels like we're getting any sort of an edge. Um, all I really got out of the progress I had managed to make in Fallout 3 is um, everyone was alive and well inside the vault, even though everyone told me outside there were no survivors save for one or two. And the game just kept telling me I was late for a very important date. No matter what I was doing, no matter where I was going, no matter what rules of the understandable universe uh, we can fathom, the game was telling me I had to get to my birthday party. Bye. End of messages. Thank you for calling Game Thing. For more information, or to leave us a voicemail, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. Consider supporting Game Thing at Patreon.com slash other game things. Goodbye.